0: From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, the Democratic Party holds a rally to protest the prosecution's request for an arrest warrant for the main opposition party's leader. The South Korean military assesses North Korea is continuously producing nuclear materials. And the finance ministry definitively says that Asia's fourth largest economy has slowed. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. The main opposition Democratic Party held a massive rally outside the National Assembly on Friday to protest the prosecution's request for an arrest warrant for party leader Lee myung on corruption and bribery charges. The DP slammed the unprecedented move by the prosecution against the leader of the main opposition, pledging to fight the Yoon Sung yeol administration. In a speech at the rally, he said the administration is targeting him when it should be targeting inflation, condemning its efforts to take out the opposition and political enemies. He said the government must not disregard public suffering and anger as the people with their collective intellect are powerful enough to bring down those in power and hold them to account. The DP chief then accused what he called a prosecutor's dictatorship of destroying the rule of law and argued that politics that neglect the people's lives have no reason to exist, vowing to ease the public's hardships and restore democracy. The Ruling People Power Party has strongly rebuked the main opposition Democratic Party for defending its leader, EJ Jae-myung, after the prosecution requested an arrest warrant for him on corruption and bribery charges. PPP floor leader Juho Ho-young criticized a rally by the DP on Friday protesting the prosecution's request, saying that E's case is a judicial issue and his crimes do not go away with the rally. Ju also urged E to respect the judicial system and comply with a court hearing on his arrest warrant, pointing out that the DP chief had vowed during the presidential campaign to yield the privilege of immunity from arrest granted to lawmakers. Although immunity for lawmakers can be overridden with the passage of a motion in parliament by a simple majority, the motion on E's arrest will presumably fail in the face of the DP's 169-member strength in the 300-seat chamber. South Korean military authorities have assessed that North Korea is continuously producing nuclear materials in its key facilities and believe that Pyongyang could carry out its seventh nuclear test anytime upon a political
1: decision. Our Richard Larkin has more. South Korea's defense ministry says North Korea's nuclear facilities are operating normally, including the Yongbyon nuclear complex, part of which it ostensibly blew up in 2008. The ministry issued the assessment on Friday during a briefing on its operations to the National Assembly's National Defense Committee. It has concluded that the production of nuclear materials is underway in these facilities, and Pyongyang could carry out its seventh nuclear test any time depending on a politically motivated decision from the North's leadership. The military said it believes that the North will continue to boost its missile capacity and could possibly test fire a new intercontinental ballistic missile to strengthen its solid fuel rocket capability. The Defence Ministry unveiled plans to conduct the South Korea-U.S. combined military exercises slated for next month in a more reinforced manner compared to the past in order to respond to the North's threats. Unlike previous iterations that were carried out in two parts, this year's joint drill will be conducted for 11 days straight with a drastically expanded scope and size in the field training exercises. Meanwhile, in a bid to respond to North Korean drones, the Defence Ministry said in Friday's briefing that it partially adjusted key military detection and strike assets and moved its active electronically scanned array radar to a different location. The Defense Acquisition Program Administration, which also briefed the Parliamentary Committee of its operations, unveiled plans to purchase portable drone guns as part of efforts to boost the military's capability to tackle future incursions. Richard Larkin, KBS World Radio News. North Korea has warned of a strong response if South Korea and the
0: U.S. push forward with their plan to conduct combined military exercises next month. In a statement issued on Friday... The North's foreign ministry said that the joint training by Seoul and Washington will be met with a never-before-seen response that is both consistent and unprecedentedly powerful. The ministry said Pyongyang cannot help but respond to the blatant revelation by the U.S. and South Korea of their dangerous intent to secure the military upper hand on the Korean peninsula and in the region. The statement said the planned military drill will again raise tensions on and around the peninsula. The release has sparked concerns that Pyongyang could resume engaging in provocations, including launching ballistic missiles, on the pretext of the Freedom Shield military drill Seoul and Washington are scheduled to conduct next month for a record 11 days. You are now listening to the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul, Korea. The government has assessed that the country's economic growth is tapering off. In the February Green Book economic assessment report released on Friday, the finance ministry said that the economy is slowing down, citing persistently high prices and a slowing recovery in domestic consumption amid a continuing slump in exports and worsening business sentiment. After consistently mentioning a possible economic slowdown in the monthly report since June of last year, The latest edition is the first to definitively assess that the economy has slowed since the outbreak of COVID-19 in 2020. The assessment follows a contraction in the economy in the fourth quarter last year amid sluggish exports, with the gross domestic product shrinking 0.4% from the previous quarter to mark the first quarterly contraction since quarter two of 2020. South Korea's second disaster relief team has arrived in Turkey to help with post-quake recovery efforts. The foreign ministry announced on Friday that the second Korea disaster relief team, composed of public and civic officials, arrived at Adana Airport at 6 a.m. aboard a military transport plane. The second contingent includes two foreign ministry officials, five employees of the Korea International Cooperation Agency, and 10 medical professionals from the Defense Ministry, the National Medical Center, and the Korea Foundation for International Healthcare. South Korea has also sent more relief supplies to Turkey comprising items requested by the Turkish government including over 1,000 tents, over 3,000 blankets and 2,200 sleeping bags. South Korea has decided to provide $1 million in humanitarian aid to quake-stricken Syria through the United Nations. In a Thursday briefing, foreign ministry spokesperson Im Susok said the UN Office for the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs has requested assistance for Syria from the international community and expressed hope that Seoul's support will help the victims recover. The aid from Seoul, which will be transferred through an international agency in the absence of formal diplomatic ties with Syria that precludes direct communication, will be announced as soon as the country specifies its needs. Following the reciprocal resumption of short-term visa issuance in China and South Korea, the weekly number of direct flights between the countries will increase from the current 62 to 80 by the end of the month. Presiding over a COVID-19 meeting on Friday, Prime Minister Han duck su said flights will gradually expand to 100 per week next month as the two sides had previously agreed, while further expansions could also be considered. The Prime Minister said Seoul will decide next week whether to extend other COVID-19 restrictions, including pre-departure and post-entry PCR testing for travelers from China, beyond their expiration on March 1st. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index fell 24.27 points, or 0.98% on Friday, to close the week at 245121 the tech-heavy KOSDAQ also fell, shedding 9.09 points, or 1.16%, to close at 775.62. On the foreign exchange, the local currency weakened 14.71 against the U.S. dollar, closing the day at 1,299.51. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy. Oh.